Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we're dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to episode 17 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, April 14th, 2021. Today we will be grading Whispering Canyon Cafe, but first it's time for our morning announcements. Maskless photos are now allowed in Walt Disney World. Yay, so exciting. It is so exciting. You still need to be stationary, so no videos while walking, but still big step there. Yes, I'm definitely very much excited for this, and I'm glad that all of the photo pass photographers will now be able to take pictures with your masks off. It's going to be great. I think they're going to see an increase in memory maker sales now. Yes, definitely. Really, I mean, before you could just get the ride photos, which you still obviously have to have the masks on in the ride photos now, but it's still going to be so great. Yes, and I'm sure that was a financial decision, but yeah, that's okay with me. That's okay with me. Absolutely. In other news, Disney has extended their hours through June, which is very exciting because they have been on limited hours with like six o'clock closing times and things like that. So it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Disney's Hollywood Studios will have a later eight o'clock closing. Magic Kingdom will open earlier at 8 a.m. most days and close later at 9 p.m. Disney's Animal Kingdom will have earlier 8 a.m. openings and later 7 p.m. closings on most days. And Epcot will close later at 9 or 10 p.m. on most evenings. I have a bone to pick with Epcot because this needs to open earlier. Yes, it's so disappointing that it still only opens at 11 o'clock. I know. What's up with that? I just don't get it. I always enjoyed getting there at 9 o'clock, hitting up all of the Future World stuff first, and then the World Showcase opening at 11 o'clock. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. It's not good for morning people. It is not. And it's not good for people with itty-bitty little ones along. (laughs) Yes. Because it's 11 o'clock when nap time is at 1230 or 1 o'clock. What's the point of even going? Exactly. I'm happy that this past trip, my boys are a little bit older and we didn't stick to nap times for the first time ever taking them there. (laughs) It was still a little stress inducing. (laughs) Yeah. And I just feel like Epcot is such a hot park. I don't know if you feel the same way, Mm -hmm. but oh my gosh, I like to get in and get out. (laughs) enjoy my time and then I'm usually out by one o'clock and then I'll go back in the evenings. Yeah, there's very little shade there unless you're inside a building. So I definitely agree with you. All right, now on to our progress reports. Epcot is saying goodbye forever to Mouse Gear and a new store will be opening in its place. A new flagship store called Creation Shop is set to open this summer and will feature a bold sleek design that includes large dynamic murals of Mickey Mouse. I'm excited to see where this is going. Mouse Gear was, in my opinion, second only to the world of Disney and Disney Springs. Yeah, I agree. And it was always so great. There was so much stuff in Mouse Gear. But I do think it's time for a change and we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Disney has said that the shop will be an experience worthy of Epcot's vision and tradition, adding that the products you'll find here will extend Disney's storytelling and allow you to bring that experience home with you, all while encouraging you to explore your own expressiveness and creativity. That's really intriguing. It is. And it's funny because I don't think about the stores selling different merchandise. I feel like 
in my closed-minded experience, every store sells almost the same kind of stuff. You can always get the stuff for the year that you're there and you can get the stuffed animals. That sort of stuff, yes. Yeah, but I didn't think about them actually changing the type of merchandise they're going to have there as well. Yeah, I mean, I know there are some things that are specific to certain shops and certain gift shops within the hotels and and all that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm definitely very intrigued. I'm wondering if it's going to go the direction of like the art of Disney. Yeah, maybe. Which that's really, really fun for me to go in and look at. But price tag wise, we'll leave that shopping to somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they will have plenty of moderately priced things for everyone else. The vast majority of people that go there. Like us. (laughs) Yes. Alrighty. Next up, let's talk about Club Cool. Club Cool is reopening this summer in Epcot. When Club Cool closed back in 2019 for the construction of the new central area in Epcot, fans were understandably disappointed that this week, Disney has confirmed that Club Cool will be returning to Epcot this summer. And this new location, quote, will celebrate Coca-Cola in a fresh new way while keeping the fan favorite experience that invites you to explore tasty drinks from around the world. (laughs) I have to admit that I've never tried any of the around the world Coke drinks there. (laughs) So I never did until my 20s. I was there with my husband and I don't know if we were engaged at the time or what. Anyway, I had read about the Beverly (laughs) <laughs> do you know about the Beverly? I know about it. I've okay. never had it. So do we do we tell our listeners about it or just tell them to go try it? No, we should tell them. Okay. So the Beverly is a soda from elsewhere in this world. And it's one of those things where you need to bring somebody else there and have them try a few tasty ones and then say, ooh, try the Beverly and hand them a cup of the Beverly. <laughs> this is what I did to Mike. And um, I think that he still has not forgiven me for this. <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face, the look of disgust, because guys, the Beverly is a disgusting drink. I don't know of anybody who likes it. And if you like it out there, let us know. Yeah, you never know. There are some strange foods and drinks that people like around the world. And somebody likes it because they clearly make it still. Absolutely. So somebody out there does. But <laughs> Next time you are at Club Cool, when it reopens, hopefully they will still have the Beverly. And hopefully you can trick some poor, unexpecting friend of yours into drinking it. (laughs) You won't fool me. (laughs) I will not, but somebody else for sure. I will try to get my husband when we go. Let's see if he actually listens to our podcast. I was just going to say, it's it's the ultimate test to see if he's listening. <laughs> he has a few weeks to catch up and then we'll see. They do have the tasting at Disney Springs as well, right? I am not positive about that, actually. I think that they do. Or they did. I don't know if they, they still do. Yeah, that's what I'm not sure what's going on in Disney Springs as far as that. And mm-hmm. That's actually going to be very interesting to see any restrictions that they have in place because as of right now, you can't even fill up your own refillable mug at any of the resorts. You go up, you show them that you have a refillable mug, and they give you your drink of choice in a disposable cup. So something like Club Cool, where you used to go around with little cups and fill it up yourself, I don't really know how they're going to do that in COVID times. Maybe they'll say, you have six options, which would you like? And then they'll fill them for you, like a little flight. Oh, that would be cool. little flight of soda. Anyway, that was a lot of talk about the Beverly. So you're welcome, everybody. And a quick search just tells me that the Coca-Cola store rooftop beverage bar at Disney Springs is still open. It is. So okay. We'll have to see if they have the Beverly there. 
Good work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on. The new Disney Cruise Line ship, the Disney Wish, reached a construction milestone last week. The traditional keel laying ceremony was held, which happens when the first block or section of a ship is lowered into the building dock. A newly minted coin is placed under the keel for good fortune, and this coin was made for the ceremony and featured none other than Captain Minnie. I love that Minnie's a captain now, not just Captain Mickey. I love it too. It's so awesome. Disney Parks blog states, our newest captain in her bold red jacket made her splash aboard our ships in 2019 as part of a collection of initiatives aiming to inspire the next generation of female leaders in the cruise industry. And with Captain Minnie at the helm of the Disney Wish, our hope is to continue inspiring girls and young women around the globe. Girl power. Yeah. That's channeling some Spice Girls there. (laughs) My only wish, no pun intended, is that (laughs) Captain Minnie is on more than one ship. And this isn't just like the token girl ship, you know? I I agree. Captain Mickey is on four ships. So Captain Minnie should have four ships. Or give Captain Daisy a ship. She's a duck. She knows how to float, you know? What was that episode, Daisy's Revenge, we were talking about? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know if I would want to go on Daisy's Revenge cruise. (laughs) Our final progress report item. Disneyland tickets will go on sale on Thursday, April 15th for their opening at the end of the month. They're letting people who have unused tickets that they previously purchased start making park reservations on the 12th before the other tickets go on sale. I think that is super smart. Yes, it's wonderful. Now these tickets will be tiered, which they actually started before the closures in February of 2020. The pricing calendar on the Disneyland website is a 60-day rolling calendar that shows which ticket tiers are available on which days. At this time, only California residents can go due to state health restrictions, but I am so excited to plan a trip when I can. I know. And I think that that will be short-lived, hopefully, now that the vaccines are really rolling out extremely quickly. I hope so. I hope so, too. We need some more normal. We certainly do. Other places in the country are definitely more normal than where we live. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know that some people are surprised that masks are necessary when they go to Disney World. Yes. Because they aren't in their portion of the country anymore. But coming from where we are, it's... uh, It's definitely necessary here. And even in Florida, they're not mandated. But on Disney World property, it's private property. They can make you Mm -hmm. do whatever they want you to do. All right, let's move on to our report card. And again, it's going to make me hungry. Me too. This week, we are grading Whispering Canyon Cafe, which is located at the Wilderness Lodge. This is straight from the Walt Disney World website. We like to horse around. Gallop on over to this old western eatery for games and good eating served with attitude. Tether up your trusty steed and mosey into this log cabin lodge with the rough-hewn charm and colorfully named cast members who have a reputation for sassing customers. (laughs) Take your seat in a cowboy or Indian chair and get into some tasty vittles there's plenty to go around what is a tasty vittle i don't know i hope i pronounced that correctly (laughs) i'm sure you did but that is a word you don't hear often (laughs) it it is not it is not i did not notice a cowboy themed versus a native american themed chair when i was there i also was surprised that they used the word indian on the disney website yeah i that was quoted from the walt disney world website that is not us (laughs) <laughs> I know. I, I even double checked it. 
So for a little bit of history, Whispering Canyon Cafe opened May 28th, 1994, when the resort first opened. Pretty cool. In 2018, Disney tweeted that Whispering Canyon Cafe would be toning down its antics. Many people were very upset by this because that is something that draws them to the restaurant. And Disney clarified that it would still be a lot of fun, just not as loud, so they don't disturb the guests that would not want to participate in the antics. Womp womp. I wonder if it was for the guests at the restaurant or if it was for guests of the hotel. Maybe it was just too rootin' tootin' hollering fun there. <laughs> and at one point they had colored discs like coasters that were green on one side and red on the other. So if you wanted to participate, they would put the green side up. And then if you just wanted to watch, they would flip it to the red side. That's such a good idea. Yeah. Oh, man. But Things I missed out on. <laughs> So we have read that when you go to Whispering Canyon, you rustle up your appetite and bring your sense of humor. This rowdy and fun restaurant features all-you-can-eat skillets. So delicious. Oh, I know. The western-clad waitstaff is part of the good-natured fun. Napkin twirling and hobby horse races are some of what you can expect. Be sure to ask for ketchup. Hmm. <laughs> This restaurant's known for its bottomless skillets, both for breakfast and lunch slash dinner menus. Bottomless milkshakes are available as well. Mm, yum. Yep. <laughs> as well as a la carte selections if you don't want the skillets. Dessert is additional, and there is a full bar selection. Now, when we went, we I don't remember the hobby horse races, but the napkin twirling for sure. Ketchup is, mm, you just got to do it. Unfortunately, all this stuff doesn't happen now because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. hopefully... That'll come back. I hope so. So one of the memorable features, like we mentioned, are the crazy, zany cast members that serve you. They've put people in timeout. They have brought you gallon-sized mason jars if you ask for a refill of a drink. They'll bring you a gallon of the drink instead of just another cup of it. (laughs) Um, That happened to my brother-in-law when we went. He asked for a Diet Coke, and they brought him a huge mason jar full of it. So I will definitely be posting that picture on our Instagram. That is so awesome. Mm -hmm. We didn't get any jumbo jars, just the normal-sized mason jars. And we definitely had a bunch of refills, too. So hmm. I've read that if your server is up for the fun, that maybe they'll bring you a couple of jars at the same time now, since they don't have those giant jars right now because of COVID. Maybe they'll bring you two or three as a joke instead of just one more and then one more. Gotcha. But it's definitely not as fun. And then, like we mentioned before, when you asked for the ketchup, when we went... Of course, you need some ketchup for your fries and things. You ask for ketchup and your waitress or waiter will go, where's the ketchup? And the guests at the table that have the ketchup know, okay, well, it's their job to bring the ketchup to the table that needs it. (laughs) But it's not just the bottle of ketchup. It's every single bottle of ketchup from the entire restaurant. (laughs) So when we asked for ketchup, there were two or three kids at the table that had the ketchup and they came over like three and four times to bring over <laughs> all of the ketchup. That's just so awesome. I love that. It is. And again, not during COVID times, you just get a little cup of ketchup if you ask for it now. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of fun. And then when somebody else asked, we knew we had to take the ketchup to the next table. That's great. <laughs> now I went just last month during COVID times, obviously. And we were very disappointed with our lack of hootin' hollerin' fun here. Our waiter himself, he was very good. But the most of this fun that we saw was throwing the napkins and straws on the table so they scattered everywhere rather than just (laughs) placing them down nicely on the table for us. And that was pretty much the extent of it. 
Oh, what a bummer. I know. I feel like there's so much more they could still do, even though they can't have people bring ketchup from table to table, you know? Yeah. And again, I feel like this is the kind of thing that if your waiter or waitress is really outgoing and bubbly and they're really into it, then they could still make it a lot of fun. Yeah. And like we we had some good conversations with him. He was a really nice guy, but just wasn't what was advertised. Yeah. And I guess now with COVID, they're calling people back to work and they're actually being assigned to other jobs that they didn't have before. So your waiter might not have been the waiter at Whispering Canyon before. He could have been somewhere, you know, at a quick service somewhere else. He was. He was there before, we asked. But (laughs) that is a very good point. I didn't think about that prior. They might not be getting the same kind of training Hmm. or I don't know if you have to be trained to be hooting and hollering. I was going to say, I wouldn't need much training in that, how to sass people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So anyway, I hope the food was good when you went because that is one of the highlights of this restaurant. It was delicious. Good. I'm glad that you enjoyed that. So let's talk about some of this food. Like we mentioned, there are bottomless platters and chuck wagon favorites that will please the whole gang they have different types of omelets they have the all you care to enjoy breakfast skillets loaded with savory meats eggs and potatoes and biscuits for breakfast i am going for breakfast the next time we go to disney so i will report back on how wonderful it is that's what we went for and it was just it was just so good it was just so good every aspect of it yum i'm excited about the all you care to enjoy because bring me more bacon (laughs) But yes, they, they did bring me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all my boys wanted to eat. And it was really good bacon too. Oh, good. Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> For lunch, you can have a bison burger or apple with smoked turkey sandwiches. Uh, you can also have more all you care to enjoy signature skillets that feature chicken, ribs, um, and lip smacking cowboy sides. Mm-hmm. There's also a vegan option. I've heard that the vegan option is extremely delicious. I am not vegan, so I would not choose that. Mm -hmm. But I've heard that it was very, very good. And we did go for our lunch when we went. That was almost six years ago now. And it was good. I think I had a burger. I think they had pulled pork back then too. So Mm. everything that we had was excellent. I don't remember anybody getting a bottomless skillet because it was the middle of the day and we didn't want to be weighed down with all that food. But true. You can bet if I go back for dinner, I am filling up and taking a nap. (laughs) So now let's move on to desserts. They have Granny Smith apple pie. They have those bottomless milkshakes like we mentioned before, which is what I would totally be getting. Same. And for partners 21 years of age and older, they have beer, wine, and concoctions, they call them, which I guess are mixed drinks, that will (laughs) be sure to put hair on your chest. (laughs) Yeehaw. (laughs) Their cornbread is allergy-friendly cornbread, which is both vegan and gluten-free. So it's pretty cool that they were able to do all that with one little recipe. Yes, they do have regular cornbread as well, but the vegan and gluten-free, again, we've heard, is delicious. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what we would change. Go ahead. I know you have something that you want to change. (laughs) My my bitter side is coming out in this episode, guys, (laughs) because I did not get my hoot and hollering fun, and I want my hoot and hollering fun. Yeah, it's a shame when they advertise it as that and then you don't really get it. And 
you know, it is COVID times, but you can still have fun. But you know what? On the character meals, they say that interactions are different, you know, on the website when you book it. They didn't say that for this That's one. very true. I didn't think of that, like modified dining experience. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I would still go back just for the food. Oh, yeah. The food is... The food was delicious yeah. and bottomless. It was a good value. They made a joke about... um not bringing it out to your cousin in the lobby. <laughs> it's just just for the people that are sitting there at the table. So um, it, it really was very good. And I would go back just for the food. But don't advertise if it's hooting, hollering fun. <laughs> if it's not going to be hooting, hollering. We need some hooting and hollering for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's head over to the rubric then. You can find our rubric on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Honor Roll, like always. Google reviews for this wonderful restaurant at 4.6 so that's a three on our rubric for the ambiance and theming that scores a three as well just the entire lobby of wilderness lodge is so gorgeous and this Mm. this restaurant just fits right in it's beautiful if you want to make a reservation there you can go over there and then just check out the wilderness lodge because it just so gorgeous that fireplace oh we walked around for quite a while when we went back in the day. It's beautiful. Then let's see, comfort on our rubric. We gave this one a two. When I was there, obviously the tables were spaced very nicely. <laughs> and you said that there was no problem with the table spacing. But we knocked it down a notch here because with the big skillets on the table, you don't have much room for your plates and your drinks. So we were constantly looking for our server or another server like, hey, can you can you take this one? It's up to you. Can you take this one, please? Give us a little bit more room here. And they would come over and do the same. It wasn't just us reaching out to them. They were very good about it. But um, two for comfort. For food flavor, like we mentioned, it was delicious. So, of course, it scores a three. Food quality and presentation, definitely a three. Value, a three as well. It's really fairly priced for the amount of food that you get. I agree. And then service. Uh, let's see. When you were there, Chrissy, you would have rated it a two. Yes, I would have given it a two. I definitely would give it a one. (laughs) (laughs) So we can't do half points here. So we decided on a one for this one. Yes. In the current state that it is, I would say a one is a fair score for this. So that brings the grand total to 18 points, which since it is a non-character meal, that brings in at an A. So that joins the Garden Grill and 50s Primetime Cafe on our list of A restaurants. I think that's fair. All of those foods are absolutely delicious. They really are. So good job, chefs. (laughs) Except for Chef Mickey, that gotta be. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, guys, our quote of the day. So our quote of the day comes from Peter Pan. And the quote is, to live would be an awfully big adventure. I love that. It is. And it's just such an adventurous place. Mm -hmm. The restaurant, Wilderness Lodge, it's just, you could go out and go on a hike. Go for it. Yeah. You just feel like Davy Crockett there. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. (laughs) Go on your hike before you eat your bottomless skillet, though, because you will want to take a nap after you eat that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, we went went a walk in after our bottomless skillets and... It was still wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> just going walk. around and looking at the pool and the, the waterfalls that they have there. It's just so beautiful. Cannot wait to stay there. Oh, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. We would be honored if you shared our podcast with fellow Disney lovers that you know. We appreciate any and all reviews and feedback that you send to us. 
please join us on Instagram or Facebook at Disney Honor Roll. We are having a blast over there talking to everybody. Please reach out to us there. You can email us at DisneyHonorRoll at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See you real soon. soon.